0: Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. The Warriors, they lost in Memphis to the Memphis Grizzlies, 116-108 in a game that they didn't have Draymond Green. I will be honest, I really, really wanted them to win this game just like I really, really wanted them to win the last Memphis game that the Warriors did end up winning. This road trip that they're on right now, Memphis, then Milwaukee, then Chicago, then Minnesota, it's a pretty tough one. Those first three teams are all very good upper echelon playoff teams. And the Minnesota Timberwolves, as the very last game, is a rough one because the Wolves have been playing better. And I've always said they have talent. So on a road trip like this, you always want to come back at least two and two, right? It's a four-game trip. And this is not a game I wanted them to lose because... As you all know, Memphis has played the Warriors pretty tough as of late. They're a team that the Warriors might face in the playoffs. So you didn't want them to get their confidence back after beating them in December. But it is what it is. This is that part of the season, the dog days of the season, where after the holidays, after the Christmas games, after the new year, things are a little bit sluggish until pretty much after the All-Star break. So takeaways from this one, it's different when Draymond isn't playing, right? We said that after the last game. He does so much for their defense and offense. He brings so much fire that it felt like it took the Warriors a while to get their engine revved. They were playing kind of flat. They were missing some intensity, some of that attitude that Draymond brings. And plus, Draymond was back in the Bay getting treatment for his calf, so he wasn't even on the bench. I was bummed that Jonathan Kaminga was in street clothes. He and Moses Moody had just played in Santa Cruz for the G League the, the day before. And I don't know if there's something wrong with Kamenga or if just opted to have him not active. But I would have loved to have seen him because I've always said his athleticism, his toughness, his size, his strength, and the way he plays down low. He's a good matchup for Memphis. I was hoping with Draymond out that this would be a game where Kaminga would get a bunch of minutes. I feel like he could have really bodied some of those guys and he could have helped on the defensive end for sure, right? Maybe he wouldn't have been able to stay in front of Jaw the whole time. But if Jaw's 6'2", maybe 6'3", and you put Kamingo on him 6'7", 6'8", at least four stretches of the game, you know, slow him down, change it up a little bit, make them think twice about certain things. I really, really hope Wiseman is... Back with his team soon this is definitely one of those games the size aggression athleticism youth of memphis really really affects the warriors it just it's a contrast in styles right now so not that you need 25 minutes of all-star basketball from james wiseman although that would be amazing you just need somebody out there to battle to be physical Right. Because Memphis, at this point, they're surging, right? Like they are a young, fearless, athletic team who plays like a team. They have all their pieces and all those guys know their roles. And I will be the first one to admit I thought John Morant was overrated. But what I've seen this season has shown me otherwise. He's only 22. And he's getting better. I mean, if y'all saw that two-handed fast break block he had on Avery Bradley in the Lakers game when they beat the Lakers, this kid can get up. To me, it's like he reminds me of pre-injury Derrick Rose and a better, more winning Russell Westbrook. The Warriors had their chances in this game. They had a decent lead in the third quarter, but Memphis, they fought back. And I didn't think that they would lay down. Maybe a year ago... They would have laid down, but the Grizz are hungry and they are not scared of Steph and the Warriors. So they took it to him and pulled this game out. The Grizzlies, they just have a lot of young, fast, athletic guys. And they have that definitive leader in John Morant who kind of leads by example, right? I mean, I don't know how vocal he is in the locker room, but his fearlessness, his audacity as a player, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that gets the rest of the team going, He's proven to me like his athleticism is real. His ability, even though he didn't shoot great from three, he was like one for four. His ability to hit big shots has shown me something. And the difficulty the Warriors had stopping him, that is rare in this day and age. How many guys are there like that of his size that you're just like, oh, you can't stop him from getting to the basket, even in the half court set? You know, every now and then I will talk or ask a guest about who the Warriors probably don't want to see in the first round of the playoffs. And definitely this Memphis team is one of them because you can see right now that they are confident and they know they can beat the Warriors. There's something about their makeup of guys versus the Warriors' makeup of guys. They just have a lot of bodies. You know, They have a lot of guys who seem like they can do a lot of the similar things. They can all shoot. They can all pass. They all defer to, to Ja, and they didn't even get a good shooting game from Jaron Jackson or Desmond Bain. Jackson shot five for 13 and Bane shot three for 14. We'll see, but it's interesting, right? Because it almost feels like the Warriors and the Grizzlies are destined to run into each other in the postseason. You're just getting that vibe every time you see these teams play. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56-1 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. But we all know that this is a different season for the Warriors. Clay Thompson is back. And, you know, he shot not so great. He shot five for 13. He was plus 17. He hit that big shot at the end of the first half. But when he came back in in the fourth to close, he was only, what, like one for four or something. So he's still getting into his rhythm And by the way, did you see him run into that ref on the sideline during a fast break? I was like, oh, come on. You know, (laughs) I was like, he better not be hurt. Like that would be the dumbest way to get hurt, running into a ref. But thankfully he was okay. I mean, the Warriors just didn't shoot well overall, right? You had Andrew Wiggins going five for 12, although he was three for six from three. Steph still shooting kind of poorly, eight for 21, two for nine, from three, and then Jordan Poole, three for 11, one for six from three. So, that combination of your best scorers is not going to do it against a Grizzlies team like this. Not enough big shots, not enough clutch shots, not enough of those shots to squash Memphis runs. And let's be clear this is in no way Steve Kerr's fault. The guys just didn't hit shots, they didn't execute. They turned the ball over more times in Memphis, 16 to 11. And like I said, their four best scorers, their four best shooters did not shoot well. So there's that. All right. But we'll see what happens next on this road trip. We'll see when Draymond comes back. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know if they've announced anything yet. Probably not, but you know, right now the Warriors are 30 and 10, the Phoenix Suns won tonight. And so they are 31 and nine and the Warriors are a game behind. That's fine. But it must be pointed out that since that big win against the Suns in Phoenix on Christmas Day, the Warriors are three and four. Lost to Denver, beat Utah, beat Miami, lost to Dallas, lost to New Orleans, beat Cleveland, lost to Memphis. That's something to keep an eye on. Again, this is like an adjustment period. So be prepared for some rough patches, especially with Draymond out. If you're looking at Milwaukee and Chicago and Minnesota coming up, hopefully they can pull out at least two of those. You know that Clay's not playing both nights of that Milwaukee-Chicago back-to-back. So the odds of taking both those iffy. But at least hopefully they can get one. Milwaukee is playing tough. Chicago is playing really, really well lately. So, you know. We'll see how it goes from there. But again, if they come back from this road trip one and three, it ain't the end of the world. Not to sound like a broken record, but it's about this team getting into a rhythm, getting familiar with Clay, eventually getting James Wiseman back, getting Draymond back, hopefully in the next few days, and having some of these other guys get used to their new lessened roles. Clay took 13 shots tonight, which isn't that many. You know, but that's 13 shots that didn't go to Wiggins, Jordan Poole, or anyone else. These are growing pains for sure. So it is what it is. Move on. Looking forward to seeing the Bucks. We'll see how that matchup is. I almost think that the Warriors match up better to the Bucks and the Bulls than they do to Memphis. Oh, and by the way, I got to point out, I always keep track of the rookies. Zaire Williams, six for 12, 17 points plus eight. The kid out of Stanford, That was one of the dudes I was hoping would be around at number 14 when the Warriors picked in the lottery. But of course, he went surprisingly early to the Grizzlies at number 10. He seems like he's playing pretty well. He had a massive lob dunk in the first half. Good to see that kid after such a tough run at Stanford showing out a little bit. Anyway, that's another episode of the Warriors Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Capino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us a nice review if you're so inclined. I'd be super duper appreciative. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo, for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.